Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Monday, the 17th day of Lent. We begin our prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. In your great compassion, blot out my offenses. Wash me through and through from my wickedness, and cleanse me from my sins. For I know my offenses, and my sin is ever before me. Against you only have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight. So you are justified when you speak and write in your judgment. Indeed, I was born steeped in wickedness, a sinner from my mother's womb. Indeed, you delight in truth deep within me, and would have me know wisdom deep within. Remove my sins with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be purer than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness, that the body you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my wickedness. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and sustain me with your bountiful spirit. Let me teach your ways to offenders, and sinners shall be restored to you. Rescue me from bloodshed, O God, of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise, for you take no delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You are not pleased with burnt offerings. The sacrifice of God is a troubled spirit, a troubled and broken heart, O God, you will not despise. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful Father, you freely forgive those who, as David of old, acknowledge and confess their sins. Create in us pure hearts and wash away all our sins in the blood of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Deuteronomy, chapter 18, beginning this morning at verse 1. The Levitical priests, the whole tribe of Levi, shall have no allotment or inheritance within Israel. They may eat the sacrifices that are the Lord's portion, but they shall not have they shall have no inheritance among the other members of the community. The Lord is their inheritance, as he promised them. This shall be the priests due from the people. From those offering a sacrifice, whether an ox or a sheep, they shall give to the priest the shoulder the two jowls, and the stomach. The first fruits of your grain, your wine, and your oil, as well as the first first of the fleece of your sheep, you shall give him. For the Lord your God has chosen Levi out of all of your tribes to stand and minister in the name of the Lord, him and his sons for all time. If a Levite leaves any of your towns for whatever, and when, from, from whenever he has been residing within Israel, and comes to the place that the Lord will choose, and he may come whenever he wishes, then he may minister in the name of the Lord his God, like all his fellow Levites who stand to minister before the Lord. 
they shall have equal portions to eat, even though they have income from the sale of family possessions. Israel is made up of twelve tribes, according to Jacob's twelve sons. Each of those tribes has been assigned a portion of the land that God is giving them. This is their gift from the Lord, their portion of the inheritance, and and has been part of what uh, has been talked about through the entire book of Deuteronomy as they're getting ready to go in and claim that inheritance that the Lord is giving them. One tribe, however, the tribe of Levi, is given no land. They have no portion or inheritance or region that they will be able to call their own because they have been dedicated to the service of the Lord and to tending to the holy things of the Lord. Because they have no land to cultivate and no herd to keep, God provides for them a share of the offerings and the sacrifices. Since their lives are dedicated to the service of the Lord, it makes sense that they are not given any land of their own. And by sharing a portion that has been offered to the Lord, the people of the other tribes can actually show their love for God in a very concrete way by supporting the Levites in their ministry, by caring for those who help them love and serve the Lord. Also, since they do not come from a particular region, they are free to live in and among all the tribes in, in every region, although there will be some that will have to minister at the tabernacle or the temple. But that is the extent of their freedom. For all extents and purposes, they are servants, slaves, bound to the Lord. They're not free to make relationships or do their own thing or follow in their own pursuits. Their relationship and service is to the Lord, and that will define who they are and what they do and how they live. Like slaves, they have no share in the inheritance. They're bound to the Lord. And yet they are honored. The Lord comforts them by saying that the Lord is their inheritance. The servant of the Lord, the service of the Lord, and the closeness of their relationship to God as they minister before the Lord, as they pray and intercede on behalf of God's people, that is to be its reward in and of itself. They may have no land, but they have an honored place in God's heart and in God's kingdom and in this close relationship with God and in and among God's people. It's not that they don't have a portion within God's people. They play a very important role within God's people. They have no land. We have read from time to time that God has chosen Israel to be the light to the world, a nation of priests bearing witness to God, speaking and doing God's word, communicating that to the world around them, and also interceding on behalf of the world as they minister before God. Along those lines, then, the Levites are actually representatives of the people as a whole. Their service before the Lord is, represents what the whole nation is doing for the world. What the Levites are to Israel, Israel is to the world. And perhaps this is more important of a theme than, than we might have suspected or might have noticed, because at a certain point, this people, God's people, will lose their claim to the land and their connection to it. They will not lose this calling to be light to the world. Prophets like Jeremiah and later Jesus will stress this special relationship to God, to the God who has chosen, redeemed, and continued to remain faithful to them, is the central promise of this whole endeavor, this whole covenant. 
It's not ever really been about the land. This story has always been about God's desire to come close to God's people, to repair the relationship between God and human beings, between human beings and human beings, between the creatures of this world and this earth, the earth itself. And that is precisely what God has done in Jesus Christ our Lord and what God is doing in and through us, who by faith now in Jesus have been given a place within God's household, a household now that includes people not just from the 12 tribes of Israel, but from every tribe and every nation. Jesus said to the disciples, you are the light of the world, you are the salt of the earth. We are a light in the darkness, a salt that preserves and sustains because we are in Christ. And our love for God and our love for Jesus, we minister before the Lord. and We share this ministry in the world that we go out into each and every day. So as we go out into this morning, we are a visible sign of God's presence in and for this world. The spirit that dwells in us, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, dwells and works in us. Because in Christ we have found our inheritance and our home. We found our calling and our mission to be the light of the world, to bear witness to Christ. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially, we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and all gifts of healing and forgiveness the communion of faith in your church, and for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else, for what else do we pray today? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power. 
we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless us now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.